episode 201 of the Ask DLG show coming right up. Your questions answered live. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Good morning to you whenever you're watching this. It is Dr. Living Good. Welcome to the show. Your question's getting answered live. It's gonna be a good day today. Hope you're living it and believing it. Welcome in. Let me know who you're tuning in from. We're about to take live questions here in a little bit to get a question answered live. You get a little, oh, uh, over there. Number above me here. You can text that. It literally goes to my phone. Let me get that pulled out. And during this next 45 minutes to an hour, we will be answering questions live. You don't get answered questions answered from my text inbox outside of a live Q&A, just to let you know how it works. But if you ask a question during a live show, I will get to as many of them as I can and our coaches during this period of time. If you don't get it answered, don't be discouraged. Uh, they answer a lot of questions in our live challenge Facebook group. Uh, this is a, um, every month rolls over and you can get coaching along your journey to experience real health and make health simple. So that's what myself, Living Good Daily, are all about. So welcome in everybody. Welcome to the show. If it's your first time joining in, uh, be sure to hit the follow button or the subscribe button if you're on YouTube and you get notified when new videos, new content, new helpful material comes out or if I'm live. Uh, to do a Q&A or for another special event. So be sure to hit that follow button, turn on the notifications, you get notified when I am live, um, especially for those of you over on YouTube right now. Um, just this morning, three, I could give you the list of it if you wanted to. Uh, I'll, get, I'll, I'll pull that up for you in a moment here. Uh, just new videos going out all the time. I'll talk about that in a second for you as I let people pile in here. What's up? Good morning over there, Tara. Hey, Faith. What's up, Regina? T-Brew in Florida. Hey, Renee, good morning to you. Good morning, Diane. Mark in California. Jennifer, good morning. Carol in Greenfield Township, Pennsylvania. Lots of peeps jumping on. Michigander's in the house. Christy is from the good old state of Iowa. So welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Uh, we're going to get the show started in just a moment. I see a lot of you just got a text from me that says, I am live and we are answering questions now. Come on in. Uh, so sweet. My text went out and I'm going to get my inbox opened. You'll be able to ask a question by texting this number right here. That, if you've never done before, we'll just say, hey, is it cool? We text each other. Then you have to hit accept and you can save my number in your phone as Dr. Livinggood. And then you can um, text me your question after that. And I answer during this period of time, only during this period of time. If you're not on here and you didn't hear that message, you might be wondering, why come you never answer my question? I answer them for the live shows. Oh man, we got some, we got some Iowans answer, asking questions already. Good stuff. I'm gonna dive into that in just a moment. Welcome in, if you are just joining. So I was saying earlier, from a YouTube perspective, over there on YouTube, I am uh, putting out a helpful video for you every single day now on YouTube, Facebook, helpful posts, you'll see four or five times a day. Um, but from a YouTube perspective, 
One new video is coming out every single day is the rhythm that has now been started. I filmed uh, three already this morning, uh, up at it, rolling um, some new ones for you, some new um, I did uh, collagen peptides, understanding those and the benefits of them. Uh, I did how you can get your spirulina and chlorella in and other green juices, even if you don't like vegetables. I did that this morning. Osteoporosis, six main questions you need to ask to understand your osteoporosis risk. Uh, I'll be doing an entire um, video on candida and the, really the only way to get that out of your system for good I'm going to give you the five key things that have to happen, the must-dos to get it out of your system. Uh, so those are some that are coming in uh, the near future here. So if you uh, haven't subscribed to YouTube, uh, that would be beneficial. On Facebook, we now have shows um, on podcast format, so you can just listen instead of having to watch. we got little clips from Q&As just like this of pertinent questions and highlights that you can now see. And we got little sharers that remind you of beneficial nutrients to make health simple. So really amping up and upping our game on this end. Uh, there is a new blog uh, that will start next week every single day. There's going to be a new blog coming out for you guys as well to really take a lot of this information, get it in written format, get the resources right there for you on drlivinggood.com. So a lot of exciting stuff happening as far as just making sure we give you value, give you answers, we give you resources, a lot of which comes from the show of the questions that you guys have. So um, let's dive into it. Be sure to follow those things. You'll get those resources. And if you have a question, you can text. Let's go. Welcome in, everybody. All right. So for uh, right out of the gates, I'm going to answer Jeff Love's question. I'm going to let him know I'm answering him live on the show. During the show is when you get answered live. Answering you live on the show. All right, I'm texting him back. He's from Iowa, so I'm a little partial to it. So we're going to start with the Iowan today. Hello, it's Jeff from your home state of Iowa, Johnston, Iowa. In the house, he says, I was listening to your video about pharma, and I'm on three meds uh, for the heart. Survived an aortic aneurysm. Wow. Blood pressure medications, baby aspirin, Prilosec. What can I do to get off these meds and going towards the 100 mark on the health scale? Also, how can one who doesn't eat green vegetables get the nutrients they need from them? Wow. She said, he says, thank you, Jeff Love. Jeff, so I actually filmed a couple of these this morning. Now you know why I do these. Um, the uh, There's a great video on YouTube about lowering blood pressure quickly. You can literally do this in 24 hours. And so that blood pressure, if you learn this one breathing technique, which is a five-second breath in, five-second breath out, and you continue that rhythm for a couple minutes, like you would, almost like you're smoking a cigarette. But it's got to be five and five. That process, a couple minutes, multiple times a day, great way to impact your blood pressure really quickly. I really like pomegranate, I really like hawthorn, I really like uh, magnesium. Those are all in my healthy blood pressure support supplements. So check those out. Coach will post them up on Facebook and YouTube for you guys right now so you can check out uh, the healthy blood pressure support. And there's a bundle on there that actually comes with a blood pressure guide that helps you to understand the nine causes of high blood pressure as well as the foods you can be putting in to make health simple. 
From a baby aspirin perspective, I would be looking at the omega turmeric that comes with that bundle. Very effective, as effective as an aspirin of decreasing pain, but it is gonna have some of the similar effects in the body. You have to talk to your doctor about that. I can't tell you to take these things or not take these things. Um, but that's what I would be doing. If there's any excess weight, you should be getting that off. It sounds like you have the book. The book's a great place to start with that as, long, as well as the challenges. And as far as getting green vegetables in, I just filmed a video literally 20 minutes ago on this exact topic because um, one, vegetables just aren't that great sometimes, are they? It just, it's a lot to chew. It's a texture issue. They don't taste as good as chips and pasta and meat, <laughs> right? So for some it does, you know, but for a lot of people, we don't like them. And then it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of money to prepare them. So then uh, what I did, you know, years ago is I started going towards juicing. And then the part of the problem with juicing is I would buy all this produce and one, it risks uh, losing it or two, the, it, was, it felt like there's so much waste and it took so much time. And then I would get this little glass of juice after I, you know, ran $15 worth of vegetables through it. So some people really, really love it are good at it and got it down to a science. Um, for a lot of us, that's just a lot of extra energy and cost. So what I started doing is just buying a really small, um, very low carbohydrate green juice, like a Suja brand, or there's some other good ones out there, but it's gotta be the like the no carbohydrate, like seven grams, you know, just, and it's all just veggies. It's parsley and broccoli and kale and spinach. And if you taste it, you'd be like, oh, this doesn't taste good at all. Um, that's what I do is I put that in here, um, just, you know, five to 10 ounces, and then I fill it up with water, and then I put a scoop of my greens powder on top of there. Now, that thing has monk fruit in it, and it tastes really good. So there's a berry flavor, there's original flavor, uh, there is a chocolate flavor, there's an unflavored if you don't want that, but that's what I put in here. And then with that extra water, I shake that in. I'm getting 50 plus nutrients from that, uh, a whole scoop of vegetables, spirulina, chlorella, digestive enzymes, so you don't have the bloating that comes a lot of times with vegetables. Uh, so that's how I get it in, my friend. This is breakfast for me. That takes me a minute to make. It's got real juice in there. It's got powdered juice in there, and that's, that's a game changer for breakfast and it still tastes good. So that's what I do. Just did a video on that. That'll be coming out on YouTube over the next couple of weeks. So be sure to subscribe over there. Thanks for helping others, Jeff, with your question. All right. Linda was asking about H. pylori and can it be passed around within the family? So we are talking about a bacteria in here, Linda, in the stomach that is out of balance. It would be normal to have in your system, just not too much of it. So it's not an issue of passing it around to family members because it would exist in most guts. It's if it gets too prominent that it becomes a problem. So with H. pylori, I would be looking at cleansing the microbes inside of your system. Uh, and the best way I found to do this is with some very powerful herbs like cellulase that breaks down the cell walls of, of yeast and wormwood, which fights off parasites and probiotics and bacteria, um, uh, caprylic acid from coconut oil that balances out the bacteria in your gut. That's what we're looking for. That is all found in the GI support, GI support. Coach can post it up on Facebook and on YouTube. That's an excellent source to help combat this. Doing a micro cleanse, I'm actually doing it right now myself, so I'm not telling you to do anything I don't do. Uh, not because I have H. pylori, just because I like to cleanse regularly, uh, just preventatively. So um, just taking it for 30 days. I do four capsules in the morning. You could do two and two, two at night, two in the morning. Um, and that's what I put in to help balance that out. I think it's very important to note that you're gonna wanna make your food simple 
and that means lowering the amount of carbohydrates that you're eating, cleaning up your proteins, getting healthy fats. Um, there's five guidelines that I teach consistently on nutrition, regardless of your type of eating or diet approach that you have. You've got to follow those five guidelines. They are in the Living a Daily book, the Make Food Simple book, as well as acted out in the challenge. Linda, I hope that helps you. Uh, let me scroll back just a touch and Stacy asks, why do I use the extra juice? Just because I just want to get more juice. It's all in the greens powder. Sometimes I just do the greens powder. Um, but you know, anytime I can get as close to fresh as I can possibly get within reason, then I do that. But it's all in the greens powder as well, you know, but that is dehydrated. So there is benefit of the live juice. And I don't want to discount that. So I like to get both best of both worlds, Stacy. Right? I like to get the best of both worlds. You don't have to do it that way. That's just how I chose. You could just do the powder. Perfectly fine. Tons of benefits there. But I try to mix in both. Always trying to get in as much real food as I can, even though when we're talking about vegetables and you know, a lot of people aren't fans, but at least we can do a little bit better there. Uh, let's see. Connie was asking a question and she's asking again, like you said, you guys have to keep sending questions since you get so many. Hoping today you'll be able to get to my question. Thank you for helping so many people. Well, Connie, let's get you taken care of. I'm going to let her know. She's from Jefferson, Louisiana, by the way, and welcome to the show. She said, uh, what can I do on an ascending aortic aneurysm to keep it from growing or help it not to dissect? I also have a bicuspid valve issue. Thank you for all you do. Uh, oh, she goes by Teresa. So Teresa, what I would focus on here is there's a, um, if you're living a daily lifestyle members area, there's actually a whole breakout PDF and training on this. It's under conditions and remedies in your living a daily lifestyle members area. So I check that out. Um, it would be under aneurysms and it would be a nice guide for it. You want to support the, the health of the blood vessels. I think a couple important ones are vitamin K2. I would be doing 400 to 800 milligrams of vitamin K2 on a daily basis for a while uh, to help to combat that. You can find that in my vitamin D supplement. You can find that in my multivitamin. You can find that uh, in my bone support supplement. Um, those three, so just getting proper amounts of K2 in because that's going to help keep calcium out of the arteries. And K2's primary job is the health of the arteries. Vitamin C, quercetin, and bioflavonoids, those are all found in my Energize and vitamin C, um, also help the integrity of those blood vessels. So I'd be adding in either the vitamin C powder or the energized powder to help the integrity of those blood vessels. You're gonna to wanna to keep your blood pressure in check. Very important so it's not pressing against that aorta. Uh, I'm assuming you're monitoring that, making sure it is well under control. You're gonna to wanna to monitor your stress levels so it's not putting extra strain on those blood vessels. Uh, the breathing techniques that we teach during week two of the challenge are very crucial. Uh, as well as some of the focus we put on fixing your focus in the book and in that challenge as well. Teresa, I hope that helps. And I would check out that resource in the Living a Daily Lifestyle members area. Whoa, Sue from Raleigh. You're so close to me. <laughs> She's asking about some buckwheat. And so there's, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you've hit goals, in my opinion. And the reason I say this is because these kind of healthy ancient grains is what you're referring to. Um, very good sources of nutrients, vitamins, minerals, uh, proteins even 
The problem is we've overdone it from a perspective of Krispy Kreme and pizza and tacos and burgers and uh, Starbucks drinks. And I could keep going on, but I'm gonna make you hungry. So you get the point. So those things have overdone our overconsumption and our carbohydrate levels. And so we gotta get them back under control. And once those are under control, your sugars are normal, you're off the medications, your weight is normalized, then yes, and we can enjoy quinoas and buckwheats and these things of the world. Uh, so nothing wrong with that. So if you fit those goals, have some fun, no problems there. I mean, even oats, things of that nature, perfectly fine once you've hit your goals. But we gotta make sure, I'm careful of that, that we got a lot of undoing before we add in more healthy carbohydrates. <coughs> Excuse me. So Michelle Allen, she turns 40 next month. All right, big 4-0. Uh, um, what questions or blood work do I need for a health checkup? As of now, I believe I'm healthy, but fearful of going to a regular doctor. So this is a great teaching for everyone listening is that uh, I feel like I'm healthy. Well, what are you basing it off of? How you feel? That's what a lot of people do. How you look? That's what a lot of people do. Or if you just pass those tests that you're asking about, which I'm gonna give you the answer in a second. Um, but health is all about function. Because you could look good, feel good, and pass all the tests and still have heart disease or cancer. I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm just saying we've gotta relook at, okay, how am I functioning? And am I giving the body the things that it requires to function? What does that look like? Well, it looks like food. It looks like fitness. It looks like focus, your stress, your sleep. It looks like filters working properly. Those are your detoxifiers, your gut, your liver, your kidneys. And it also looks like um, your frame, taking care of your body, doing rehab, um, you know, fixing some of the areas that might have broken down or starting to break down on you. So those are the five focuses. Those are in the book, those are in the challenge. I would definitely focus on those to focus on increasing your function. Now, from a blood work perspective, um, that breakdown let me grab it. I got it right next to me here. So those five focuses are going to be in there for you. Very straightforward. And then it's going to give you uh, kind of a guideline of supplements in the back as well. Okay. And then there is also in the Living a Daily Lifestyle members area, there's a breakdown of blood work. And so the um, possible tests to get, ones to consider, uh, maintenance ones to look at, uh, those are those will be really helpful for you. I don't think you have to worry about anything from a from a colon perspective or even a, a mammogram perspective um, at this stage of the game. Um, I don't like those tests anyway. I'd like to go more of a thermography or a a route of um, uh, a, a fit test FIT uh, test for the colon or thermography for the breast or for cancer. Um, at 40, you're not worried about that, but if anyone else is listening. Um, but there's a blood test list and a blood test breakdown uh, that goes in depth. There's a guide in Living a Daily Lifestyle members area as well. Coaches can post up right now my top 10, and that is actually in blog format on drlivinggood.com. So coaches, if you could post up that link of, hey, here's 10 that you should really focus on and consider, uh, they can post up that link for you on Facebook and on YouTube so you guys can have those resources. You learn from so many other people while you're sitting here watching, don't you? Even if you don't, don't get your question answered. All right? So let's see. Teresa, she's, she says, morning, doc. So she did the FIT test a year ago, and it came back with a little bit of blood in the test. The doctor wants to do a colonoscopy. Um, she did another test a year later, of course, pushed the colonoscopy. I feel not good going to the test. Any suggestions, please? 
Uh, so if there is some blood that shows up, uh, those fit tests, they are going to be able to find pathologies, um, fairly decent, not all of them. Um, from a blood perspective, they're looking for that. They wanna make, you wanna make sure you're ruling out that you just don't have an external or an internal hemorrhoid, uh, very common. Uh, externally and internally where you're getting a little bit of blood uh, either on the toilet paper uh, from a wipe or you know in the stool from internally um, this just comes from straining it just comes from uh, you know the lack of fiber that we have the lack of mobility in our colon and you know my best advice for that to sort of fend those off if you are getting a little blood uh, when you either do wipe or you're getting a little blood maybe in the stool let me see, maybe at the end of your bowel movement, is one is to elevate the legs a little bit so you can just use a little little stool next to the stool, <laughs> right? So the, uh, you know, just a little little foot, I'm looking down on my feet like you can see them. Uh, you know, just, just elevate them just a little bit. By, by elevating your hips, you change the angle of the exit and it makes it a little more friendly. Um, think, you know, think thousand years ago. You don't have... Uh, something to sit on, right? What are you going to do? You're going to squat in the woods and you're going to use the restroom. It's sort of the natural position of how we've been made. If you think back to that, like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. So you want to get closer to that squatting position. You don't actually have to go in the woods to help your hemorrhoids um, uh, to, or to help, you know, and, and some people hear hemorrhoids and they're like, it's just a scary, like, oh, or grotesque term. Um, these can just be very subtle little things and not even full blown. Um, that's the internal side of it that will help. Externally, and I know this is not your full question, Teresa, but I get to educate everybody. Externally, you're probably just wiping too hard or too dry, right? Too hard or too dry. So I would encourage, you know, either a baby wipe. Um, there's a, a, a day you can just attach to your toilet where you can literally just install one and they're, they're relatively reasonable. Um, and to kind of put that on there so you're using a little more water, um, even putting water on the toilet paper, those might be some things in a little bit more dabbing instead of harder rubbing. Externally, that can create some bleeding. Uh, internally, the angle can create some bleeding uh, for those. And so just making sure those two, Teresa, are checked off that that's not why the blood is in the stool is, is my concern, right? How is the doctor differentiating that would be the question I'd be asking for what they're wanting to pursue the colonoscopy for, okay? Now, if you do end up doing that, now you're talking anesthesia, so you're definitely gonna to wanna to look at the anesthesia guide, um, the anesthesia guide, where you um, can get an understanding of the anesthesia um, side effects, and then how do you can detox from it afterwards. If you are going that colonoscopy route, I would absolutely do the Living Good Daily Detox, um, you know, a little bit before if you can, absolutely after until the box is gone and coach can post up the living good daily detox for you teresa hope everything goes well okay type 1 diabetes type 1 diabetics um annabelle she's from uh, washington bellingham washington answering you live annabelle welcome to the show can it be reversed, she asked. What can you do about this thing? And traditionally, we're not gonna see type one reversed. I definitely have seen it. Um, I have had colleagues that have helped their family members with it. Um, you are losing the ability for your body to make insulin at all. So big difference between type one and type two diabetics, okay? Type one diabetics, not enough insulin, don't produce insulin, have lost the ability of their cells, have been worn out, been damaged autoimmune-wise, or there's a genetic problem that's stopping the body from producing insulin, okay? Type two diabetics, way too much insulin, Okay, it's making them fat and it's burning out their body's ability to respond to insulin. So 
radical differences. A type 2 diabetic is going to gain weight. A type 1 diabetic, if left untreated, is going to lose weight. Crazy. So it's like skinny diabetes and fat diabetes. And I say those terms loosely, not to um, criticize people that have the condition, but it helps us to understand what's going on there. So the solution for type 2 diabetes is to stop eating foods that spike insulin levels and really focus on an insulin-friendly lifestyle, which is exactly what the challenge is going to give you. It's exactly what the metabolism reset is going to give you in an advanced level in the Living Good Daily Lifestyle members area to help lower that. Okay, In turn, that's going to help out the weight as well. From a type 1 diabetic standpoint, we're not producing insulin. We really want to focus on one of the primary causes of why that would be happening, and that's from an autoimmune inflammatory situation. So we go after that with advanced gut resets. Uh, that protocol is 60 days of detoxing the body, and then, uh, excuse me, 30 days of detoxing the body, 30 days of resetting the actual digestive tract, which is going to include that pancreas. So I would be focused on an autoimmune side. I would be focused on an anti-inflammatory way of eating that's all broken down um, in the Make Food Simple book. And then that advanced protocol is in the lifestyle members area. So those are the things I would focus on. Annabelle, of course, you want to keep your sugars down. Um, if you are a type 1 diabetic, you can definitely control it. But it, it goes a lot deeper because we really got to focus on some nutrients and how you're feeding your body um, and controlling and leveling out the insulin. But I've seen a lot of people do really well if they are overweight to get that weight under control for a type 1 diabetic. And then once the person is in check, and, and, um, and at weight, then we're really focused on the autoimmune piece of it. Hope that helps you. Stacy, she says, good morning. She's got a really high pulse rate. No reason why. And went to a cardiologist. She wants me to have a nuclear test done. I don't want any anything shot into me. Any suggestions for an alternative? Um, you know, you're going to have to kind of follow the cardiologist there. You can always get a second opinion from another cardiologist with maybe more recommendations. Hard for me to... Um, say do it, don't do it. Um, they do need to check that out. That is rel uh, that is pretty high as far as from a resting heartbeat perspective. I would absolutely, Stacy, be doing our breathing exercises. Week two of the challenge teaches those. They're in the lifestyle members area. I'd be doing that multiple times a day. I would consider the de-stress supplement because it is loaded with herbs that help to counteract the stress response of the cortisol in our body um, and or the calm supplement, which counteracts the anxiety that builds up in our system. So using herbs to help level that out. Uh, but yes, something has to be up there. Um, you may ask another cardiologist to see if there's a different way that they could go about it so you can avoid any kind of objection. Uh, that's what I would do is I would just consult a different cardiologist, but they are the experts in uh, sort of understanding all of that. And then you wanna find out that you're okay. And then you start going after it with lifestyle to fix it, okay? So, Jennifer Hess, listen to this question. She says, good morning. Is it ever too late in your health to reverse some issues? So this is a principle by which your body operates, which is called the limitation of matter. The limitation of matter states that matter can only be changed, formed, re revamped so many times before it wears out. You can picture it like this, like a copy machine only has so many copies before it runs out of ink. And so the, the initial copies of the copy machine with brand new ink in it are strong and vibrant and different colors and it really pops. And then as you make more and more copies and the link ink gets lower and lower, it starts to lose that pop. It starts to lose that quality. It starts to lose that shininess and that 
contrast and this, you know, the, the detail of it, it starts to get a little more faded. So there's some lines in it. There's some wrinkles in it. There's some, you see, that's how the human body does. So if you lose cartilage in your knee, for example, there's going to be limitation of matter there. You literally don't have the cartilage anymore. Now with some regenerative medicine, we might be able to, um, you know, get some of that to re sort of establish, but it's never going to be like it was. There's a limitation of matter there. It doesn't exist anymore. When my father, when they cut his heart muscle, to do the pig's valve replacement at Mayo Clinic. This is before I knew a lot of what I know now. Uh, they, when they cut into that muscle, it was never the same again. It was never, never, there's a limitation of matter now. You have a scar tissue, you don't have the same connections. You, and that's eventually what led to his demise because that heart muscle was never the same. So there's absolutely a limitation of matter. There is absolutely a place where you can't get it back to normal. I always believe though you can improve a condition by improving your lifestyle. You can improve a condition by improving your lifestyle. Everything can be made better. Any condition on the planet, genetic, not genetic, 90 years old, nine years old, it does not matter to me. Every condition can be improved when you improve your lifestyle. As far as completely undoing it, completely reversing it, not always the case. So dilation for legs on Friday. Jennifer wanted a little bit of hope. You need to focus on regenerating and re, you know building your body back up. Jennifer, especially at your age, in your 40s, you have so much regenerative ability that you're just going to have to have a very vain, blood flow, movement-friendly lifestyle. Movement's gonna be huge, rebounding's gonna be huge, dry brushing is gonna be very important for your legs. Uh, there's a lot of you know things that can be done to really help you out. Okay, Meryl Frost. Meryl says uh, she's from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And she's been, that was a terrible New Jersey accent. Uh, she, she got the virus nine days ago. Uh, she's been doing the recovery steps from the guide, and, but I don't know how long to do the recovery portion of the protocol. Then how long do I do the detox portion for it? Thank you for all the great advice. Seven of us got it. So. The recovery portion of it is a two to four week period of time. The detox portion of it is a minimum of 30 days up to 90 days. So when you do the higher doses of that recovery, it's really during that, you know, the, the way the, the virus works is the first seven to 10 days is going through this replication phase and then it's going through this inflammatory phase that tries to pull you into that cytokine storm side of things. So seven to 10 days, then we shift into the recovery protocol and that can last two to four weeks and beyond, but two to four weeks is really just lots of anti-inflammatories controlling that recovery side of it. Then you can move into the detoxification where you're trying to get, the virus then moves from lungs and upper respiratory tract sits in your gut and creates a lot of inflammation. And then a lot of people use medications and things of that nature during this period of time. So we wanna flush all that stuff out of the system. So that's what I would do for the detox side. Meryl, I hope that helps you. Prayers for a great recovery for you and friends and loved ones. Okay, Pam Jones. She said, good morning, Dr. Livy. It's gonna be a great day today. Love the mentality, Pam. Let me let her know I'm answering her. Bam, here we go. My husband and I have been following you for about five months now. We feel so much better. Thank you. You're doing it. 
We're in desperate need to try to find a corrective chiropractor and a homeopathic dentist. We live in Eddington, not too far from you. Eddington, North Carolina, wow. Uh, any recommendations would be greatly appreciated. It doesn't matter how far we have to drive. So um, Pam, the clinic that I founded is in uh, Morris, Morrisville, right next to Carrie and Raleigh. Uh, you could certainly go there. You won't run into this guy. You'll see videos of me. You'll see pictures of me. Uh, maybe we run into each other, but I, I'm not in the clinic anymore. I'm not clinically uh, unable to do that. However, um, we did leave it in good hands and it's well-established and still helping people and serving people in this area. So um, that is in... Um, that Carrie Morrisville area. And then uh, the dentist, it, he actually um, has, and he's one of the top ones in the country, um, he actually has clinics in Cary, here in North Carolina, right by Raleigh, and in Charlotte, um, both of those. And I think it's a holistic holistic dental center is, uh, is what it is. Dr. McMillan, Carl McMillan uh, is his name. So that's who takes care of my pearly whites. Um, <laughs> But that's who, <clears throat> um, the, both of those, uh, you could get help with, Pam. So that's who I use. So I go and I get my <clears throat> um, joints and body tuned up once a week at that, uh, that local clinic. And then I'm, I usually get cleanings once or twice a year uh, with that dentist. So that's just who I use. <clears throat> okay. Karen... Moen, she's in California. We got to take care of her, all right? So in California, what part of California is she? Anaheim. And she's been using my Omega. She's been using the vitamin D. She's been using her greens and collagen, uh, eating vegetables, whole foods. And she's getting really jittery, though. So I was wondering <clears throat> what I could do about that. Getting jittery. It's like almost like energy is maybe going up or, or uh, hormones are changing. Um, a lot of changes happening there. So things to consider. Uh, I would look at, if you are following that, eating whole vegetables, whole foods, if weight is going down, I would add in minerals. This is very important for anyone losing weight. You need to replenish your body with minerals, electrolytes, if that's going down. Now, please don't use Pedialyte or Gatorade. Those are very toxic and full of sugar. Uh, I made it an electrolyte powder. It's called Energize. And that's how you can get these electrolytes back into your system, these minerals back into the system. It tastes very good. Uh, so I would add in the Energize and see if the minerals help knock some of that out. Because it could just be a mineral imbalance of it. Could be creating some of the jitteriness or twitching sometimes it creates. Or sometimes in your legs cramping. I would consider that. Are you exercising? Are you getting some of that excess energy out of you now? Uh, for getting proper movement in, Karen, would be another thing you wanna make sure you're staying on top of. So uh, I would take a look though at um, adding in those electrolytes via the Energize. Colleen, let's get you answered just because you have the same name as my mom. She has issues with her pelvis and SI joint. I believe the tight muscles in my lower back and hips cause additional problems, tight muscles, pain, and base of the neck. What stretches and exercise do you recommend to alleviate the pain and discomfort? We got you, Colleen. Coaches, could you please post up on Facebook and YouTube for anyone dealing with hip issues. We give them the hip exercises. It stretches out all of the muscles of the hip and the lower back. Great exercises. It's, it's one of me and a gentleman. Uh, he's laying on the table and I actually walk him through uh, how to do it and it really helped his low back issues. So that's why I showed it to everybody else. So that would be the lower back. There is one for the neck as well. If you wanna grab that one too, coaches, and post up the neck. Anyone dealing with neck pains and strains and bad posture, that one will help you out. Got you, Colleen. 
Okay. I'm gonna go back up to the top here. If I've missed your question up to this point, you can always try to re-ask it. it puts it to the top of the top of the heap uh, as a lot of questions flow in. I'm gonna refresh my inbox. Those are some of the early bird questions. Um, okay. Jean, this is Jean Zetterberg. She's also from New Jersey. Uh, she's been struggling since September with asthma, trying to get a handle. Uh, had the virus and in between as well and did, uh, did not wheeze at all during that time. I lost my smell and had mentioned this to you earlier in this year, as I said, as a side note. My question today is around getting the pneumonia procedure. As my primary doc recommended me to get it when I first saw her Friday, no one has ever recommended me to get it and I've never had one. I know nothing about it other than it's a shot. Um, of course, I wanna be protected again 56 last year, this time no asthma issues. Thank you for all you do. So um, I, I have done videos on this in the past. The research of it comes from the 1970s done on coal mine workers when they, um, when they give this one, um, that it helped prevent cases of that. Um, that just didn't translate very well to today. Uh, and this is actually broken down in the um, Immune U Masterclasses in the Lifestyle Members area. There's a whole section called the Secret Section uh, because a lot of this stuff is just not um, stuff that really is talked about um, you know, openly on social platforms. And so that'll help give you some information if you want to go into the research of it. Uh, the side effects of it um, are, are prevalent, very much so. The research behind it wasn't super solid with it and to you know put in the side effects from that perspective. I think there's a lot of things you can do to strengthen your immune system, to strengthen your breathing, to strengthen your upper respiratory tract. Um, vitamin D, zinc, uh, vitamin C, I like um, you know proper breathing exercises, keeping your nutrition in check. So these are all important things to be doing to make sure you're preventing this stuff. So I would um, check out that Immune You Masterclass. If you are a lifestyle member, you got that entire uh, masterclass broken down inside your members area and there's a secret session from this year's session that I did that will help to dig into that exact question okay uh, yes and so um, when you do get uh, I believe this is correct you can correct me if I'm wrong support and coaching when you do get um, the uh, if you get a book and there's a link right there uh, coaches if you want to post up the link to this book um, this is the Living a Daily book, and so it's an Amazon bestseller. Hundreds of thousands of people have used it to change their life and change their health. It's a great jumping off point. But the reason I'm saying this is you can get one for free right now. There's a link right there, and you can grab that book for free. We'll send it to you. Just cover the shipping. That's it. And then with that comes uh, the virus guide. So you guys were wondering about, like, what do I do for the virus? Um, what is this protocol that we're talking about? It actually comes with that guide, okay? So there you go. Uh, and Coach had sent over, how much does it cost to subscribe to these YouTube videos you were talking about? <laughs> There's no cost to subscribe to the YouTube videos. Um, subscribe is the word that uh, YouTube uses. This is interesting. Uh, that YouTube uses to just say, hey, I'm following a channel. And so it's the same thing as follow. There's no, there's no fee to do that. Uh, there's... 55,000 people that subscribe to the channel. Uh, and that just means you get notified when I put out the content each day. So uh, coaches, you can post up that YouTube link as well. Subscribe is just YouTube's word for follow a channel, follow all the videos someone's putting out. So um, 10 or 12 videos in the last two weeks already out. 
and it would be one a day going forward, including you know these live Q and A's coming out there as well. So they'll post that video up for you so you can follow it. And then it just they're just dialed in. It's like me answering these kind of questions, except you can search for things on my channel uh, to get an answer to it. So um, it would be like answering an osteoporosis question and it's dialed into a little six minute version of here's exactly what you need to do. So it'd be a very beneficial resource for you guys. There you go. Thanks coaches for getting them all those resources. All right, let's do a few more. Uh, let's see, Roseanne having some shoulder issues, uh, 45 degrees of flexion in the left shoulder due to plate and screw. Is there any compensating way I can do a tricep stretch in that arm? I'm unable to lift that arm over my head, Roseanne. Roseanne, um, so just questions are, you know, is the, is the plate always going to restrict that or can you continue to rehab having more flexion? Can you continue to do that? Because the reason I ask is because we do have anterior front side shoulder stretches and back side shoulder stretches. Coach can post up the front side shoulder stretch, which sounds like what's the issue is, um, for anyone with shoulder related problems to help to, to do that. My favorite one's really simple, um, literally walking your hand up the wall as far as you can go. Maybe you can only go here, maybe you can only go here, right? And then let hot water hit it. Do this in the shower, right? That's simple, boom, there it is, one, and it just stretches that shoulder out. You're kind of heating up that joint for the day. And then what you'll do is you bring it down to your side and bring your elbow in close, and then your arm is posted up against the wall, and then you leave your elbow in place and twist your body away from it. Ooh, starts to feel a little pull right there. Then you can go arm straight out and stretch that arm, twist away from it. And then you can go thumb down, different way to go about it, and stretch that thing out. Oh, that feels good. And you do that while you're in the shower, let the hot water hit it while you're stretching it out. So there would be some simple rehab you could do in a minute a day to help your shoulders out if you do deal with a lot of shoulder issues. That's broken down in that video, but it is totally maxed out. She said, um, is there a way to do a tricep stretch if you can't do this? Whoo, you got me, got me tested here. You got me tested, how would I, can you pull across? Pull this way. You can get. In, I'm getting. I'm getting tricep stretch right there. I just got to do a sustained hold. So arm in front of me, right? Pull it across that way. It's probably the way I would go about it. If you can't go up, and you can't go over. Prayers for recovery and movement, Roseanne. Okay. Good morning, Kelsey Swanson. Hey there. She said, thank you so much for all you do. She is in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. All right. She's 38 weeks pregnant. Congratulations. Diagnosed with gestational diabetes. Thankful I had been able to manage my numbers through exercise, diet, babies growing at the correct size and rate, 38 weeks. Awesome. Because of diabetes, though, my OB will not let me go past my due date at all and has set an induction date of next Friday. Any tips on inducing labor naturally? My husband did uh, get those and I'm not sure how long that stays in the system. Um, oh, because potentially using um, sex as a intercourse as a way to stimulate it um, or other ways that can be stimulated. So oh, I don't like this scenario for you. I don't know what kind of options you have because it's hard to like fire the OB and find another one. Um, to just allow that to happen, it's so crazy because I we had one that went at least 10 days, I think he was, over. 
and then another one that went three or four. I mean, you start going to 10, 11, 12 days. I mean, it's just like, the dude is a monster. It's the size of his head. It was, but I've been, so I've been through this, right? Um, we've had home births, uh, induction. We had, uh, we had Ireland in the middle of a hurricane, which is very fitting, by the way. Uh, literally, there's a hurricane in Raleigh, and we're having a baby. Yeah, and so she it's fitting. She came in like a hurricane. She stayed as Hurricane Ireland, Hurricane Ireland. Uh, but we were looking at, because we had to get this thing induced, because if we were going too far past, there was just things with um, the, the midwife and the hurricane, this whole scenario. So uh, my wife actually did uh, some acupuncture at that time. We felt like that was, that was beneficial. Uh, intercourse is an option. Um, for to try to stimulate that area. Walking obviously is very important for that area. Um, if you can find a like a natural birthing center in your town, then those people have that knowledge of trying to, to help you to stimulate it. Uh, there are you know some herbs and some things that can be taken as well uh, that they may be, may be able to recommend on. So those are some of the things that we did when we got kind of that time where we're like, we've gotta, we've gotta try to uh, make this happen because we know it's close. Um, Fortunately, we weren't in a position of having to, to try to avoid uh, induction. So prayers, that whole scenario goes well. Post-delivery healing, uh, there is a comfrey tea, comfrey, C-O-M-F-R-E-Y, and witch hazel. Uh, we did a mixture of that, kind of a, a tea uh, that not to drink, but we put it in the bathtub. Uh, so you could check that out. There's actually... Um, dry leaves of it on our market. So coach, you could post up the market and there's some pregnancy resources for the mamas that, uh, that we have used. So that's been very good. Um, you can also you know soak a pad in that and, and place it on um, the reproductive area uh, to help with the healing, especially if there's uh, you know cuts or tearing or things of that nature. Uh, what, can a person do the advanced gut reset fasting with from meals while nursing? I wouldn't do the advanced gut reset while nursing, no. Um, you could do a little bit of fasting. You just want to make sure your milk supply stays up. Uh, so I'd maybe only go with like a little bit of intermittent, but you want to make sure you're drinking plenty of fluids if you're going to do that, okay? So you're maybe taking in collagen, you're doing green juice, you're doing, um, you know, teas or, or um, you know, plenty of water. If you're going to do you know fast a little bit, that should keep milk production up, and then obviously you're eating you know wholesome meals for lunch and dinner. That would be a, a decent approach. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, it's all just your milk production will really tell you: Are you eating enough? Are you drinking enough? Okay, Kelsey, congrats. Let us know when baby comes. It'd be great to see it. Uh, Athena asking about a five-year-old when she got the slightest bit hot from running around. Her face, her face gets bright red and blotchy. Why? Blood flow side of things, what can you do? It worries you. Um, I would give that time for sure, uh, kind of a flushness happening uh, with it. You may try uh, you're just getting in B vitamins and minerals. Uh, we could do this through the collagen protein uh, of mine has that multi in it, and so my kids get their multi. Uh, maybe adding in some B vitamins and some minerals to help support the blood flow would be a decent option. Uh, I would consider uh, the Energize or the vitamin C powder helps with blood flow. Those would be things that you could just could just consider but i give it a little bit of time as she develops There's a lot of development there as a five-year-old lots gonna change from five to 15 like poof, game changer hormones all kinds of things right so uh give that some time athena um i don't think i would be worried about it it's just a you know kind of a reaction of the blood flow getting to the skin 
And yes, getting a little bit blotchy, not uncommon, but I would try those B vitamins to help out. So coach, let's do a final five here. I'm gonna answer as many questions as I can in the last five minutes to try to catch up for you guys. Put me on a clock if you would. Total these up and we'll see how I can do today. So here we go, clock's starting right after I, answer, or I read the first one. If I have probiotics in some of the supplements I'm taking, Will they be eliminated if I do the microbe cleanse? No, they'll be enhanced from that perspective. It's just taking out the, the bad bacteria and leveling them out. I would actually recommend it, Christina, using probiotics during the microbe cleanse. That's what I've done. Uh, I'm doing right now. Cindy, uh, I've noticed getting a dry mouth and thirsty uh, after Energize. So yes, so maybe the uh, citric acid side of it uh, definitely could be the case of, of that. Just try lowering the dose of it a little bit, Cindy, uh, and see if that helps you with it or a little bit more water with it as well. Penny Winkleman. Oh boy, thank you for all you do. Learn so much. Husband needs help. He's a, been a pastor for 45 years. Always been an easygoing, non-stressed person until about two years ago. Stomach started getting in knots, legs shaking before preaching. It has gotten worse over the past two months, and he wonders how much longer he can preach. I wonder if that uh, slight stroke three years ago kind of caused some of it. He was on awful drugs for about a month, stopped those, um, using some herbs, started using your Omega D collagen greens, joint health. What can we help him with? I have your book and cookbook. Okay, so Penny, um, I would definitely look at doing an advanced gut reset. Advanced gut reset into the lifestyle members area. I hope you're living out the lifestyle and doing the challenges monthly with us. If not, Absolutely got to start doing that. I would add in the Energize supplement to get your electrolytes in. He needs electrolytes, a little bit of sea salt uh, in his water, on his food, and then I would add in uh, the Energize to get that sea salt into the system. I would also consider doing the GI support, GI support. There you go, Penny. Prayers for that. We want him preaching as long as possible. That's good work to do. Uh, let's see. Denny was looking at um, ulcerative colitis about a year ago, started out bleeding prednisone, uh, blood pressure, vertigo, bleeding didn't stop. Um, consulted the doctor, said keep taking them, didn't listen to him, started drinking one cup of mushroom tea coffee a day, kept taking it, bleeding stopped, changed proctologist. But this guy rolled his eyes when I told him about the mushroom coffee. Is there anything better to take than the, than the mushroom coffee for this condition? Um, and if it's helping you, mushrooms have incredible healing properties. Um, for the ulcerative colitis side of things though, I like uh, doing an advanced gut reset. We got bleeding in there, we got sores in there. That's gonna help you really bring the food component along with it, so you're not just relying on the coffee. Um, that is in the lifestyle members area. There's a basic gut reset, there's an advanced gut reset. Advanced is gonna do more cleansing, detoxing, microbes, metals, pesticides. Um, the basic is just gonna give you a reset of that gut. I would look at those two protocols, Denny. It's in the Living Good Daily Lifestyle members area. That's where you can find them, letting them know I'm answering them there. Okay, um, <coughs> excuse me, Stephanie, uh, let's see. Oh my gosh, you guys got long questions today. Uh, Lifestyle's really firmed much of my own research uh, as I was already gluten-free, dairy-free, avoiding dyes and processed. She weighs 113, no meds. Please talk more about allergies than just the taking the allergen support, which I've been taking for months. Greens, collagen, energized D, omega, metabolism, hormone, now I support. I've been following the anti-inflammatory diet and make food simple, but started researching high histamine foods, and many are part of that diet. Um, I've started trying to avoid these, but spinach is in the greens. 
I'm also at a loss as what to eat. My allergies are worse than they've ever been in the years. Uh, I'm so itchy inside my nose. Okay, so I, I would go the antihistamine route. It's okay. Then just cut out the supplement for a while. Go the antihistamine route. Allow your body to reset. There's a difference between anti-inflammatory and really lowering that and then just really focusing on histamines. It doesn't matter to me the diet that you pick. It's the principles of guidelines of getting the nutrients. There's other ways to get green foods in outside of just the greens powder. So don't let that deter you. And then if you want to pursue, which it sounds like you should, an antihistamine approach, get that food list, pick from those, do it for a couple of months and see how you do, Stephanie. Absolutely okay. You can still work on your breathing. You can still do your 10 minute workouts. You can still get your encouragement. You see, any diet fits into the way of this lifestyle. You just need to dial on that, on that histamine side of things. I don't have an antihistamine um, guideline for it, but coach, we could definitely look into providing that resource if you'll make a note of it to looking at histamine side of things. Is it possible to have shingles, Tanya said, um, without the blistering rash? Yes, two tiny pimples on my spine, horrible itchy, sting and hurt, had a fracture at T9, yes. So definitely could have stressed the system. Get your vitamin D up. You can put witch hazel on the pimples, uh, silver serum on the pimples, or raw local honey on the pimples would be ways to take care of them. Christine, natural allergy remedies for sinus pressure. The allergen support coaches can post it up in the um, uh, Facebook and YouTube links. Blood pressure is spiking, uh, um, nursing, so I'm cautious on the supplements. Uh, a few days ago, I was getting, I was able to get it down, beet, cherry, pomegranate, yep, and then keep it calm, music, and, and I was able to bring it down within less than two hours. I heard that taking four turmeric and omega at a time, but it worried if it's too much since I nurse. Um, it wouldn't be too much from a mega turmeric standpoint. That would not be a problem at all. Those are very uh, safe, and I don't want to take uh, over the group posting questions all the time. You're fine. That's what the group is for, uh, the challenge group, right? So... Yes, that allergen support could be used. You could try um, a dose of two before you moved up to four just because you are nursing. Um, go with the lower dose. And then using the omegas, completely okay thing for it. And then lowering the blood pressure, the breathing exercises are really good for uh, it along with the beet, cherry, and the pomegranate. Okay, coach, I think that was three questions right there. Uh, Laurel, my dad had an aortic stenosis. Can, what can you do to help avoid surgery? Uh, change his diet drastically. So changing that nutrition, following this lifestyle, add in vitamin K2. It's found in the multivitamin or my vitamin D. I would recommend the multivitamin for this scenario to help with the stenosis side of it. Um, I would also be supporting the blood vessels with bioflavonoids and vitamin C. That would be in my vitamin C powder or my Energize powder. Both of them have it. Um, I would be adding that in. I would be getting stress levels down, uh, really focusing on the breathing exercises that we teach during the challenge, Loro. And... Amanda Hurd is wondering about, um, she's from Dayton, Ohio. How can I lose weight with Hashimoto's thyroiditis and celiac? It won't happen no matter what I do. Lower inflammation, high over hernia. Please help. Inflammation in my hands are so swollen when I wake up. Amanda, I would do an advanced gut reset. You need some uh, some intense detoxing and micro-cleansing. It's a 60-day protocol. It's in the Living Good Daily Lifestyle members area. Hashimoto's and celiac are both autoimmune related. That goes right at those autoimmune side of things. Um, it will incorporate into it an anti-inflammatory way of eating. So that's important, but it's going to also be doing the other steps of rebuilding the gut. So advanced gut reset in the lifestyle members area. Coach, how did I do? Give it to me. What's the number? <laughs> What's the number? Oh, Donna, for your Bell's palsy, I would look at a little bit of uh, corrective chiropractic care and also 
Yes, your cruciferous vegetables, you just need to cook them to help them to not impact your thyroid. Cruciferous vegetables. You don't have to be afraid to eat them. Just steam them a little bit. 12, I've done better, but 12 questions in the last five minutes helping you guys out. That's important. So uh, a couple of resources, big resources for you. Following the Facebook channel, uh, excuse me, Facebook page, um, hitting follow, turning on notifications, um, posting four, five, six times a day, small little tips, um, taking clips from shows like these to give you um, tight Q&As, um, little helpful tips for your um, from a food perspective, our shows are going to be on there. So those, and then on uh, YouTube, the same thing is subscribing. That's how you follow my YouTube page. There's a brand new video that goes in depth, um, five to ten minutes every single day on topics that you guys are asking consistently about. So make sure you subscribe to and turn on the notifications for the YouTube channel as well. That's how you can stay in the know. You get notified when I am live or doing Q and A's like this. Texting has ended, uh, so if you didn't get your question answered, coaches will try to wrap a few of those up outside of this period of time. Um, we don't answer the health-related questions. It's for the show and for you to be able to communicate on a personal level with me. Um, otherwise, in your Facebook challenge group, if you're a part of the Living a Daily Lifestyle, you get live challenges, you get a live Facebook group for every month, and you can ask all the questions in there, and coaches will answer you in that group. So don't fret. You can head over there and ask them, and they'll help you out. So. There it is, you guys. Another great show. Go make it a great day. You might as well. You're never going to get it back. All right. I'll be back with you soon to make health simple.